Hello there, sister. So as it happens, the release of this episode falls on Thanksgiving. And so I thought it would be highly appropriate to talk about one of the things I'm most thankful for this year, which is having walked through a very real living on the edge wilderness season with God. Now, I'm sure that sounds kind of crazy because wilderness seasons are not known to be fun. We don't exactly pray for God to bring a wilderness season, right? But guess what? In order to experience the promised land or whatever God has in store for us next, we need the wilderness. And so today I'm going to share my recent walk and the amazing fruit that God brought forth from that season and why I wouldn't change it for the world. Hey there, amazing lady. Welcome back to the Jesus Empowered Maiden Podcast. I'm Jen Murray, owner of Relate Escape, where I create, inspire, and motivate Jesus-based empowerment for my sisters in faith. If you're ready to dig deep into the true character of Jesus and our Heavenly Father, to learn who you really are as the daughter of the King, to break free from all the things holding you captive, both internal and external, and to learn how to love yourself in all your beloved uniqueness, you are definitely in the right place. It's time, sister, to claim your female identity, authority, and freedom in Christ like never before. As always, you can learn more and connect with me over at RelateEscape.com. You are loved, you are seen, and you are meant for more. Let's dive in. Being thankful for the wilderness. Sounds like something only God could create, right? (laughs) Who in their right mind without God would be happy to be through a wilderness season? But that's our God. He doesn't exactly color within the lines of logic. So before we get too far in, let's quickly define what is meant by a wilderness season. Some of you might not be familiar with that term or concept, which is totally fine. We're all constantly learning, which is also why a reminder never hurts for those of us who maybe are already familiar with it. So briefly, a wilderness season is a temporary period of time where God is freeing you from specific sin or bondage so that you can continue to transform into the woman God has called you to be. And because of that, it's usually not the most comfortable of seasons. In fact, it can be very uncomfortable because God is removing things that you have probably found comfortable or that have been intricately woven into your life in some way, or you've maybe been clinging to even though they're not Christ-like or good for you. So it's usually a time when God brings you to a place, to a season, where you really, really have to rely on him. Like, pretty much for everything at times, but definitely pretty heavily. So it's not necessarily what we would call a fun time. It's usually kind of uncomfortable and stressful, but the wilderness is a necessary time. It's not uncommon for God to put you through a wilderness season before taking you to the next level or step in your calling. And it's hard for us to see it as that while we're in the wilderness, but it's actually a gift. And we can take comfort in the fact that each wilderness season is temporary, even though it often feels as if it's never ending, right? 
And yes, I said seasons as in plural. We can go through more than one wilderness season in our Christian walk because that's one way God purifies us. There's no formula or quota. Everybody's walk is different. Some people could go through more wilderness seasons than others. But there's definitely a chance that you might go through more than just one. So real quickly, before I move on to my story, if you want a great resource to learn more about the wilderness season, I highly recommend the book One in a Million by Priscilla Schreier. I'll include a link in the show notes so it's real easy for you to find. This book played a pivotal role in my recent wilderness season, and it's amazing in so many practical ways. It also very closely aligns to the story in the book of Exodus, where God leads the Israelites out of Egypt and through the wilderness, which is where this phrase and concept originates from, of a wilderness season, or being in the wilderness. So in this book, you get to learn more about that biblical story. She kind of digs into stuff that you maybe you might not know. And she also goes into why God really led them through the wilderness rather than taking them on a more direct route to the promised land, plus a lot of really just super practical help, especially if you're going through wilderness season. (laughs) And we will come back to that later. So, all right, on to my own journey, my own story. So first I have to set this story up for you because if you don't understand where I got myself to, you're not really gonna understand why the wilderness season happened. I mean, I could I could skip to that part, but you're not going to get like the weight of it. So I want to set this context up for you. So back in 2019, I was not walking closely with God. It was one of those situations where I just had slowly drifted from him. It wasn't like a quick change. It was kind of just like those small changes that add up over time. And so... I don't want to go, you know, too far off track into those particular details. If you want to learn more about that drifting period, you can visit the Meet Jen page on my website, relateescape.com. But for our purposes here, I just want to note that I I was not aligned with God. I was not, not in relationship. I had drifted. And at the same time, I had been trying to get my own business off the ground. I had realized some time before this that I'm ideally suited for entrepreneurship. And so by 2019, I was trying to launch what was the original version of Relate Escape, which was something completely different than what it is now. It was centered around event planning. Now, you may ask, (laughs) given what Relate Escape is now, why was, and knowing what you may know of me if you listened to my podcast or been to my website, why event planning? Very good question. So I had, in the, in the course of trying to start a business, I had done some interviews for another idea that I had, and there seemed to be some interest by online entrepreneurs to do in-person events. And again, this was probably like end of 2018, beginning of 2019, so this was before COVID and all of that had hit. So in 2019, I'm working really, really hard to get this event planning business off the ground, but it's not something God has called me to do. I'm not really, you know, an active relation with relationship with him at the time. It's just the idea that I came across and decided to 
run with. Apologies if you can hear the planes flying in the background. One of the things I have done on my Thanksgiving vacation is to invest in some curtains, <laughs> which will help in the winter with heat, but also with noise. So hopefully we can reduce some of this moving forward. But I, they literally fly right over my apartment complex. So there's not a lot I can do. Anyway, going back to our story. So in addition to me trying to get this business off the ground, I had plugged into this entrepreneurial community that was kind of based on Facebook and it was not aligned with God or Christ-like ideas or how, you know, we should conduct ourselves. Instead, and I came to realize this later in hindsight, the enemy was, was there pretty predominantly pushing ideas like manifestation and encouraging women to spend thousands of dollars that they didn't have on courses or coaching that didn't deliver like magical results and just all this crazy kind of just demonic stuff really but because i wasn't walking with the lord i fell prey to it and at the time i had this horribly toxic day job that i really just wanted out of i'd been there several years it was by that time it was severely affecting my physical emotional and mental health Living costs kept rising where I was, but I was stuck with this like low salary government job. They wouldn't let me move up or move uh, up in like into a bigger salary because it was also misogynistic. I had tried to get another day job. I was very close to working to like Carnegie Mellon University. I would have gotten a very similar job at like a huge pay bump, but then that didn't work out because of things outside of my control. So I eventually gave up trying to find a different nine to five and just focused on building my business because ultimately I wanted to do entrepreneurship anyway. So in summary, all that to say, things were becoming a hot mess. Why? Because I had drifted from God. That's what all of this comes back to. I wasn't seeking his will. I wasn't seeking his guidance. I wasn't aligning with his calling for me. I wasn't in the Bible. I had stopped going to church. If you want to read more about that, you can also go to my website on the Meet Jen page and reallyescape.com, right? And so I, what happened was I drifted from God and I also ended up opening myself up to a community and beliefs and things that were basically demonic, right? And if, and if not being closely aligned with your Heavenly Father isn't bad enough, in and of itself, I ended up making choices that put me in more bondage, in more sin. So despite having a low salary at my day job, despite an unsuccessful business that, despite all of my insane efforts, I mean, I am a hard worker, like I was trying my best to make this work nothing was happening, right? My business wasn't going anywhere, which later on I looked back and realized that was actually God's grace. But in an effort to make something of it, I ended up spending thousands of dollars on these so-called uh, courses and coaches that just put me in an amazing amount of debt. That's something that I would never have seen myself doing prior to this. I was always the one who wanted to be completely debt-free. And there I was digging myself a very huge hole and not getting anything out of it. 
And then on top of which, I quit my toxic day job in August of 2019, excuse me, because I simply could not physically stand to be there anymore. Um, it was a place where it was old school. You couldn't, even though we were IT department, you could not work remotely. You had to be in the office. And I just, I just could not take that environment anymore. So without lining up another job, I just left and I took the money from my pension as something to live on and I just quit. And part of me wondered whether I should focus on finding work, right? Or focus on my business. And I was also like utterly exhausted from being in that highly toxic and ultimately volatile workplace for over six years. So the prudent thing would have been to rest, regroup, look for freelance work or related income. And of course, if I hadn't drifted from God to pray for guidance, right? Of course, if I was aligned with God, I probably wouldn't have just quit my job like that in the first place. But that's what I should have done. Instead, I continued to make things worse for myself. I listened to the wrong people. I gave authority to people that I shouldn't have. So I left my day job and a couple days later, I joined like this free marketing seminar that I signed up for via Facebook. And from that, their goal doing that seminar was to roll you into a very high priced mastermind type program. And so I, I ended up buying it, right? And it was run, ended up being run by a couple that I w- didn't really know at the time, but I would never buy from again. So I, I was very quickly, my tra- trajectory was heading towards a place where ultimately I would be facing like bankruptcy and homelessness. Like that's, that's where I was headed. And fortunately, because God is good, this is where, this is where God showed up. And also when the wilderness season started. So this is when things started to shift. So in August of 2019, like I said, I left my day job. By the end of 2019, I'm running out of the money I took out of my pension that I've been using to live on. I've added to my debt because I bought that mastermind program that I shouldn't have. And instead of looking for work, I instead listened to the couple I bought that mastermind from who told me to focus on the business even though it hadn't been making any money. And then on top of this, because apparently when Jen's on a roll, she's on a roll, right? On top of this, that same couple um, announced they were hosting their first in-person event out in California in the beginning of January. So once again, I did something I shouldn't and I purchased a ticket to their event. That meant purchasing airplane tickets, I decided to stay in the ridiculously expensive resort where they were hosting their event. And this event occurred in January of 2020. So I flew out there in early January and that's when God both stepped, he stepped in to protect me to start getting me going in a different direction. And he clearly spoke to me for the first time in at least a couple years. Now he protected me by making me feel like weird, like I felt off, maybe like I was getting sick. So I did not attend the VIP dinner that I had bought a ticket for. 
And I, I realized later it's because it would have put me in like direct personal contact with not only that host entrepreneur couple, but also some other guest speakers who just by listening to them at that, even at that point of where I was, it was clear that they were not on the side of God. They were clearly working for the other team, whether they realized it or not. Like these were people that the enemy was using to like cheap to the slaughter kind of a thing. So that was the, like, that was a major way that God protected me. But he also spoke to me, I believe it was during the second day. I was sitting at my table in the ballroom, which is where they were hosting the event. And God clearly spoke to me and said, your business is my mission. Your business is my mission. In other words, my business, <clears throat> excuse me, Relate Escape was meant to be something God formed and worked through and aligned with my calling. Like God had a mission. <laughs> That's why he wanted me to have a business, right? Like God clearly had something that he wanted to do. And, and that was the purpose of my business. He didn't say what it was at that point. He just gave me that one sentence. Your business is my mission. Which was clearly not how I was approaching anything, you know, at that point, right? So he he gives me that one sentence. Doesn't explain anything. Basically just like kind of verbally smacks me up, upside the head. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I fly back home and... Despite not having steady income, because again, when Jen's on a roll, she's on a roll, I was preparing to move to Ohio because the previous October, October of 2019, I had decided to that I needed to move from, from where I was living, that it didn't make sense, it wasn't entrepreneurial, I just it was just time to move. And through some people I knew, I settled on Columbus, Ohio, which again, now looking back, I know was totally God's hand in, like even in my crazy time of bad decision-making, like he was already at work. And it's clear that he's moving a lot of people to Ohio, basically everybody in the church plant that I've looked into. God has like moved from someplace else, like he's doing something here. So, but from a logical standpoint, like I never should have considered moving anywhere, right? Like I don't have a steady income, but I decide I'm going to move to Ohio. So the conference where I heard God speak to me, that was in the beginning of January, 2020, where he said, your business is my mission. And at the end of the month, that is when I drove out to Columbus to look at apartments. I pulled into the apartment complex where I currently live felt drawn to it, felt like I belonged there, and put things in motion to move there when my other lease was up in April of 2020. So I come home from Ohio and make another stupid mistake of investing in a local coach, again, when Jen's on a roll, okay? And I, had, I did not intend to hire this person. She happened to attend that same event in California that I had, and it's very rare to find somebody from that part of like PA going to things like that. 
So I just pinged her and like we were going to just meet for coffee. And then before I knew it, she was selling me as a coach, herself as a coach and telling me she had a vent experience. And by this time, right, like I'm feeling like a failure and desperate. And so I ended up hiring her as a coach and spending more money that I didn't have. And time passes and April's getting closer, which is when I need to move. And I need to get things nailed down with my new apartment in Ohio. And part of that was proving my income. Income that I didn't really have, right? At the same time, I'm spending more money than I have, you know, that I didn't have on that coach, right? It's like the enemy. I mean, it's like two thirds. Jen is just making all the wrong choices. And it's like one third the enemy going, oh, she's not walking with Christ. Um, I've kind of reeled her into this community. I'm changing her belief system. I'm like whittling her down. I'm putting like all these coaches in front of her that just kind of like, it's not like somebody that's going to actually, you know, be Christian led or boost her up. Like it's like, he just sees an opportunity, right? And so I'm facing April. I don't have any income. The money I did have was running out, right? I'm incurring more debt. And I remember sitting on my bed being super stressed out. Like these were super stressful months. And I was just talking to God for the first time in a, in a long, long time. And I was like, you wouldn't let me be homeless, would you? Right? Like, I know that you, I know that you would not let that happen. And he didn't, but he also didn't just step in and magically fix everything either. God provided, but he also immediately put me in a wilderness season, he put me in a season of relying on him. So enter the wilderness, ladies. Here we go. So about a month before I needed to move in April, God spoke to me again. And he clearly told me to stop working on Relate Escape, as it was then, and to focus on him. Like that was clear instruction. It, it was stop, stop doing anything with the business. Focus on me. So I did. I, I stopped working on the business. And then out of quote unquote nowhere, in a way only God can do, I suddenly got contacted about a temporary contract job for a major corporation. There wasn't even an interview process. I had signed up for like months before this. Somebody um, told me about an online platform that matches like contractors with like top companies and I had added a profile on my resume on that hadn't really gotten anything out of it and then all of a sudden one day somebody from one of these corporations is like oh we've picked you it wasn't even interview it was like oh we like you we're gonna hire you so they just picked me and hired me for this temporary job and because of this I was able to ask their HR department for a letter to prove my income which then allowed me to square things away with the apartment complex in Columbus and I will say that God gave me like the perfect gen perfect, like the gen perfect apartment. It's a end unit. I get more quiet time. Like he got me one on the third floor. So I have, uh, which is the top floor. So I vaulted ceilings. Like God blessed me with this apartment and he did not have to, but he did. And he made sure I had the proof to get it. The same time, there was also certain things that I had put off doing because I had been afraid to commit to the move 
things like disconnect, like calling up and disconnecting my internet service and like, you know, our utilities and things like that, which doesn't really make sense because it's not like it could have stayed where I was, like that lease was running out, but God prodded me to do these things before the job came through, which then squared things away with my move. And why did he do that? I know why. Because he was immediately establishing my reliance on him again. He was reestablishing my faith. So I moved to Columbus at the end of April 2020, right as everything was getting locked down due to COVID. Wonderful time to move. So wonderful. Was really glad I was moving someplace where they could, the movers could drive to in a day because I don't think I would have wanted to dealt with like a major move. But I got here. I was so, so exhausted from the moving and all of the stress of the months prior, worrying about like, what, what I, was I going to do? And I, I started that contract job that God had gotten me. And I also filed for unemployment just because they were starting to do that stuff just for, because of that pandemic. I didn't know if I was going to qualify for it, but I just decided it would be easier to let them tell me whether or not I did. So I applied for that. And for a bit, I'm thinking I'm okay. I have, you know, income coming in from the contract job. I'm assuming maybe unemployment might come through. So this is April. But the contract job ends in June or July. And unemployment hasn't come through. We all know what a mess that was. Still is. So I started applying for other 9 to 5 jobs. I got plugged in with a local... um, agency here in Columbus that places with companies. I spruced up my LinkedIn. I spent hours applying to jobs like all over the country, right? I had a couple of interviews, but I didn't get hired. Couldn't get an answer about unemployment. I emailed my entrepreneurial contacts about being available for freelance work. Nothing was happening. Like I was doing all the things and nothing was working. And all the while, I'm wondering, what is God's plan here? Because like by that point, I've realized how much I've messed up. My, my whole goal thought process was, okay, I need to get a job, not only just to pay like my bills, but I want to start paying off this debt. Like I cannot believe that I let myself do this. This is horrible. Like I want to start fixing this. But like nothing is happening for me to get income. Because it was a wilderness season, and, and we'll get to that here in a second. But what was happening is that God brought a new uh, Christian friend into my life, someone he also, quote unquote, happened to bring to Ohio about the same time I moved here. And it quickly became apparent to both of us that God uh, was had put us together as friend new friends for a reason, that he was working through us similarly and also through our friendship. And that friend also uh, ended up becoming part of the core team for this church plan. And that's how I found that. What was happening is that God was motivating me to buy a new Bible, the message version. And for the first time in several years, I started reading the Bible again. What was happening is that I was praying daily again, something I hadn't done consistently in years. What was happening is that I, after I moved here, I disconnected myself from social media. It's not even something that God told me to do. Like I just knew 
social media in and of itself is just too much. It overstimulates me. But I also needed to separate separate myself from that entrepreneurial entrepreneurial community that had a lot of people that weren't of God. And God helped me fight back against that last coach I hired who started gaslighting and bullying me to pay her, even though she had no legal right to request that. And what was happening, last but not least, was God made it very clear that we were entering a wilderness season. So remember the book I mentioned earlier, One in a Million? I own very few physical books. Like I am a Kindle girl. I read way too quickly <laughs> to like own books. I would I would be one of those people where I would literally lead a library like like they had in like the you know 1800s, right? But several years ago, I mean like now it'd be I think it's almost like 9 or 10 years ago, I had bought that book and the accompanying workbook to go through with an old roommate. And I just happened to still have it. I had I'd always hung onto it. And one day, when I had planned to do some things online, our area, quote unquote, happened to lose power. And God was like, yeah, you need to go get that book off the shelf and read it. Because God knows I do not do subtle. <laughs> so he's like, in his goodness, was like, okay, I'm going to make it very clear to you. We got you here. Right, And you're thinking that you're just going to go like get a job and stuff like that. But I I'm telling you with this book that is literally all about the wilderness season, we there's a different plan, right? And he was equipping me with a book, a really good book to help me get through it, right? Because God is good. So I had that book on hand the entire time, obviously, that I was in that wilderness season. And I can't tell you how many times I read that book. Like, there were highlights all over that thing. And as the season kept stretching out and stretching out, and I'm like, like, I really depended on that in addition to the Bible just to help me understand, like, and get through it and to remind me. And I do mean that season stretched out. Again, my contact job ended in June or July and I kept expecting something like a job or unemployment, something to come through, especially when I got to the point where I couldn't pay my credit card bills anymore. I was out of cash and I couldn't believe that God would allow that to happen. I couldn't believe that God would allow like me to be unable to pay my credit cards. And then by the beginning of 2021, by the beginning of this year, I couldn't pay my rent, which I had been charging on my credit cards for several months. Like I was facing losing my apartment that God had gotten me. And I was consistently getting calls from, you know, my credit cards, wanting their payments. And then all of a sudden, like God, I was at the edge again. And I was kind of shocked. I mean, here I was coming here, wanting to get a job and start paying down my debt. And God was, was doing the exact opposite. Like, how could God want me to default on my lease or not have money to pay the electric bill or to buy dog food for my greyhound? You know, how, how could God want me to be under the stress of creditors calling me daily wanting their money, right? They were being sensitive because of the pandemic, but it, it's still money that was owed. This is where I was in the early part of this year, relying on God for everything, 
for something to come through, not my way, but his way, not my plan, but his plan. He ensured I got $200 from the that came from the leaders of the church plant that my friend had plugged into and she delivered. They gave me $200 that paid for dog food. So my dog had something to eat and there was like some other bill that I had to pay. She bought me laundry detergent so I could wash my clothes. You know, I, I was signing up for SNAP, just like I had done after I was separated from my ex-husband, right? There's, a, again, God's provision, like the county that I live in had a, like a nonprofit fund that you could sign up to help you pay your rent. And that was how I helped to catch up and to keep, keep my apartment. But at the same time, you're still wondering, right? Like, when is this wilderness season going to end? Like, how will it end? Even though God's doing all this amazing work, like it's hard to stay there and not, not be stressed out. And I learned in that season, like how to give your anxiety over to God. Like you just be thankful and grateful, right? I'm forgetting the verse because I'm doing this. I don't have this on my outline, but the one where you, where he talks about you, you bring your needs to him, but you start that prayer with thanksgiving and gratitude, Right. That's that I learned to live that out. And then finally, in February of this year, of 2021, I contacted the local agency that I had kind of plugged into a little bit, introduced myself like way back when I when I first came here. I saw a job on their board and in their job board online. And it wasn't even one that I would have been like, oh, I'm super excited. But it's like, I need a job. So I emailed the recruiter ended up getting an interview with one may it was like one major interview and then kind of like a follow follow up quickly got hired and they accepted the rate that I needed that I quoted them based on what I needed to cover my expenses and then my credit card pay, you know including my credit card payments and that number is actually 10k more than the number I wanted to hit yearly back when I was job hunting in PA like there were I had such a low pay at my government toxic job because they were, it's like an, you were stuck in like old 70s union wages. Like you can make, it was way under what you would get in the private sector. And so I had a number in my head when I was job hunting, like if I made this, that would be awesome. And I'm making like 10 grand over that. Like God just was like, I'm going to give you, and I'm going to give you well. Right. So once I got that job, I was able to catch up on my rent. Uh, I've since renewed my lease. I, you know, caught up on my credit card payments. Start, I've started saving money, paying down debt. Uh, and after working at that job for a few months, when I got things kind of like situated and caught up, then God was like, okay, here's the new vision for Relate Escape, right? He got me in line with him, you know, and then it was like, okay, now we can go back to the business. Like, here's my mission. So based on his calling for my life and his desire for his daughters, right? Here's the business, which at the time I wasn't even sure would keep the name. I, w I gave that to him and was like, you, I'm kind of attached to it, but it's your business. So you tell me what you want. And he came back. I was like, no, we're going to keep related skate. We're just going to add to Jesus as like the tagline. <laughs> so okay um but but at that point like things 
things are now looking up logistically, right? Like we're, we're climbing upward again. But here's, here's the point, my friend, coming back to the heart of the wilderness. As hard and as long and as painful as that's, that wilderness season was, right? Because I'm not saying I was perfect through that season. I mean, it is never easy when you're at a place where you're wondering if you're going to keep your apartment or where you're going to live, right? Because I don't have family that I can just call up and say I need to move back home. Like, it's like I literally don't know where I would have went. Like, that is a hard place to be. So I, I, don't, I can't honestly say that I would willingly go back into that. But I will say that it was necessary and I will say that I'm grateful what, for what came out of that. Why? First and foremost, God needed me to be back in his fold. I had drifted so far from him, it was crazy. Like I look back and I'm kind of shocked. I had lost him and I had lost who I was and who I was meant to be. So God needed to get me back in relationship with him, not by force, but by making me hand over the reins and letting him take control, right? By getting me back in the word and in prayer and reacquainting myself with him, right? It's like any relationship where you've drifted, like you need to refine that so that was the first thing like God just needed to get me back into relationship with him and that part of that was faith part of that was remembering what his character is uh who he has created me to be like all of the things so many things relying on him following his path not mine right obviously that did not work very well at all so there was that Second, I needed to be purged. Again, the wilderness season is when God removes sin or things that we're in bondage to. And I needed purged of things like the new age beliefs I had picked up, like manifesting your profit or destiny. I needed purged of the lies that I come to believe about myself. I needed to let go of a couple friendships that I just couldn't take with me where I was going. There was just a whole lot of stuff that needed to shift and change and, and go, right? And in return, there was a whole lot that needed to be reset and redeemed and restored. My relationship with God and Jesus, you know, having new godly community, my calling and the new related escape, my, you know, financial outlook, all of the things. Because again, as hard and as painful as that season was, I am very grateful for it. Believe me when I say that I will never, ever, ever get myself into a situation again where I cannot pay my rent from a place of sin and foolishness. Now that doesn't mean, asterisk here, that doesn't mean I won't follow God in faith and do things that the world might see as a risk, but there's a difference between being just irresponsible with what God gives you and then end up being shackled by the enemy. There's a difference between that and being responsible and being a good steward with what God gives you while also trusting him to step out in faith. Right? There's a difference. I 
do not want to go back to being irresponsible or making really foolish decisions that take you to that sort of place. Never again, (laughs) right? I am also so very, very grateful to be aligned with the calling God has for me, which is also naturally aligned with how I'm wired and what I enjoy because God created me, right? He's not going to give you a calling that doesn't work with how he created you. That wouldn't make sense. So it's just amazing after years of trying to start a business and going through different ideas, now I'm actually doing something that I know is is coming from, you know, like my heart and what I enjoy doing. And I can use my experiences and my creative talents. And I know that God is using it to make a really good impact. I moved from a place of just trying to sell, sell, sell with my business because it was all about just making money to a place where like God gave me a good job to cover expenses and now I can just start Relay Escape in a sense of, in the spirit of serving. And just, I just, I'm just waiting to when he opens the door to there being more income through the business, right? It's like two completely different things. Like my focus with this business is basically to serve Jesus and whatever God wants to do. And the income, it will, that's just part, it'll just come from it, right? Because that's how good God is. Like I, and I'm just really grateful to be back in that relationship with, with Jesus and with God, like just generally speaking. And I can honestly say that my relationship with them is much deeper than it's ever been. Like, despite a wilderness season that took me to the edge, God has brought me to a place where I understand his love so much better than I ever have. And it's not just the wilderness season itself. Like, it's where he has, like, where he has built upon that continuously as as we just kept going, right? Because that wilderness season ended, you can say, like, mid-February when I got hired. But he is, it's not like he just stopped building on that he's like we're gonna go deeper and deeper and deeper and i i just need to to say too for clarity i don't look back on that season that wilderness season and curse god for it again i can't honestly say something i would be like yes let's do that right again (laughs) it's not but i i am glad for it on this side of it I'm only human, so I can only be honest. I'm glad for it on the side of it because it was a gift. And it's a gift that keeps on giving because now here I am, I'm sharing, I'm serving you and other women like you and me. And I know Jesus has some plans. Like God is clearly moving. I think some amazing things are coming that we couldn't even picture And I also know that God wasn't punishing me in that season. The, the wilderness season is not a punishment. It's him purifying you. He wasn't setting me up to fail or to get what so I got what I deserved. He was getting me back on the right path. He was purifying me. He was purging me of those things so that I could enter like the promised land, as it were. Right? God had more in store for me, but I was so far off the path, he needed to do some serious work to get me back on it. And that's, that's 
love, lady. Like, that is a love that will never let you go to. It's, it's purifying you, but it's also love. I know it doesn't feel like it necessarily when you're in that season, but that, that is love. That is a love that will never let you go. And if that isn't worth being thankful for, I don't know what is. Heavenly Father, I just pray for every woman who has is going through a wilderness season right now. I pray you give her clarity and courage and strength. And you just let her know that this is not a punishment, that she has not done anything wrong. This is not about making her life difficult. It's not that you're not there. It's about you wanting to do something amazing in her. You want to to take away um, her attachment to something that is, is, it's like a bondage or working on sin that is just weighing her down or like in between your relationship. God, help her to see that you have someplace amazing that you want to take her. You want to up level her. You want to bring her into the promised land. But that requires purification. It requires, you know, daily sanctification. It requires that we allow you to come in and we don't fight you in those wilderness seasons, Lord, because you will do what you want to do regardless. So us fighting you just prolongs that season. Help the ladies listening to this, Lord. Help them to just lean into you during that season to allow you to do the work that you want to do and help their faith and their trust go to the next level. God, I pray that you would just bring such amazing fruit out of those wilderness seasons that they would just boggle their mind. There would be things that that we know we can only attribute to you and to your work and to your greatness. And we thank you, Lord, that you love us so, so much that you will always always come after us and that you will work to up level us so that we can be the the woman that you created us to be in jesus name amen hey friend before you go if you found value in today's episode or it blessed you in some way it would mean the world to me if you can leave a review over on apple podcasts I love hearing from all of my amazing, powerful ladies, and I'm truly blessed when I get a glimpse of the incredible things God is doing in your lives. It also helps other women just like yourself find the show, allowing God to work in their lives too. Thank you so, so much. And by the way, if you want to drop me a line, you can reach me over at RelateEscape.com. Cheers.